Well, welcome once again to another episode of Positive Leadership. I'm your host, Dr. Dave Martin, and today I'm going to talk about another subject that you rarely hear about in leadership journals, in business schools, but it's a very large part of our organizational landscape. And I'm going to talk about the challenges of leading nonprofit organizations. It's all about inspiring communities. So people believe in their cause. Otherwise, they wouldn't be in the nonprofit. It's your job as a leader of nonprofits to inspire commitment. Now, I've spent more than 20 years as a volunteer in one of our community ministries for expatriates here in South Korea. During the time that I was leading this, I was honored and humbled to be selected by the members of that community to serve as their leader of the organization, first in the early 2000s, and then again recently in 2016 to 2018. Now, I've also been in management and leadership positions in, in both the military and the private industry, and I can tell you that working as a leader of a nonprofit organization is more challenging than leading professionals. While it was gratifying to lead in organizations whose cause I sincerely believed in, I also learned that it requires some very unique leadership skills not often used in professional businesses or government management positions. The unique challenges of leading nonprofits are seldom mentioned in professional journals or magazines, like I mentioned before. Now, people come to these organizations because they deeply, deeply believe in the cause that these organizations represent, whether it's an animal rescue shelter, working with the homeless, helping wounded veterans, or working for some religious purpose. Sometimes your leadership position may be a paid position, but often it's not. Regardless of how you were selected to serve in the nonprofit leadership position, whether chosen by a board or a community at large, you've been placed in a position of great trust because your community believes you have great value in moving the organization forward. Now, your main goal in leading a nonprofit of any type is to inspire the members of the organization to work within the organization, becoming ever more committed to the organization and aligning their values with the values of the organization. These are tough challenges because you're asking your volunteers to commit their time, their talents, and even their money to your organization. It often comes with great sacrifice to other aspects of their life. Now, people aren't going to spend a lot of time within a volunteer organization, even if they believe in its values, unless they feel a compelling need to become more committed to the organization. That's your job, your number one priority. As a leader of a nonprofit, everything you do or say has to be done with one thought in mind, inspiring a more profound commitment to the organization by the community members. So, how do you do that? How do you lead a nonprofit toward that cause of commitment that will help sustain it and move it forward? Well, here's some valuable lessons that I've learned about inspiring commitment and moving nonprofits forward from personal experience. First, you've got to clarify the mission and the vision. Upon assuming a leadership role in a nonprofit, the first order of business is to make sure 
that your organization has a clear vision of its mission. This seems like it would almost be intuitive, but sadly, that's often not the case. Nonprofits usually start with a clear sense of purpose, but often struggle to maintain that clarity of vision as the organization matures. Now, I've talked about vision before, and unfortunately, without a clear vision of the organizational's purpose, the initial excitement of belonging to the organization fades. It becomes more and more challenging to sustain the firebrand commitment to the organization. And over time, fewer and fewer members of the community will commit to the cause. And this can often be seen in a dramatic fall off of commitment of the volunteer support and a drop in donations. The first step in leading a nonprofit is to revisit the vision and revitalize it if necessary. Once you're sure that you've revitalized your vision and you've articulated the vision that will excite your community, you've got to solicit buy-in. That means you create an organization that's so compelling that people will do more than just believe in your organization. They will become compelled into helping out wherever they're needed. This means you have to ensure that you've created meaningful roles for volunteer support. As important, One of your primary leadership roles is to ensure that your volunteers have received any training that they need to fulfill these volunteer roles. Now, it may not be feasible or practical for you to provide personal training, but you do have to make sure that there's a system to to train volunteers. You don't ever want to put the organization in a place where people show up and go, how can I help? Only to let them flounder and figure it out for themselves. Now, I've seen this happen far too often in nonprofits, and it's not good for the organization. You've got to provide continuous communication between the leadership group, the volunteers, and the community at large. Meaningful communication inspires commitment and helps ensure continued loyalty of your community. And this is vital for a healthy nonprofit. In contrast, if your communications are infrequent or sporadic. It can hasten the demise of the entire nonprofit. The best organizations develop several channels of communications. These can be newsletters, emails, brochures, Instagram, Facebook, many other social media channels, and even the occasional face-to-face meetings and community donation events or other community events. There's a paradox here, and that is that it's kind of hard to get people to step up to commit and to write newsletters and organize events. However, all of the communications and events serve to build a sense of community, which is very hard to maintain if you're not continually communicating. You've got to develop a plan of giving. Running a nonprofit costs money. This is true no matter what type of nonprofit you're leading. If you don't develop a plan for soliciting donations and giving from members of your organization and the community at large, your nonprofit will always be kind of looking over the edge into the abyss of becoming non-operational just because you don't have enough funding. You believe in your cause. You're passionate about it. That's how you ended up in the leadership role. Other people in your organization recognized your passion and your leadership potential. You have to extend your passion into developing a plan for giving and soliciting funds for your nonprofit. Again, 
whether it's an animal shelter, whether it's some sort of volunteer rescue effort, whether it's helping the homeless, whether it's a food pantry or some sort of volunteer religious activity, you've got to develop a way to have the dollars roll in. You know, a friend of mine told me one time, he said, Dave, don't ever be shy about asking for money because ministry takes money. And that's true about ministry. It's also true about any other nonprofit. You also need to solicit a level of commitment. Now, I've been in nonprofit leadership positions long enough to understand how important it is to develop a stable level of commitment from your membership base. It's one thing to be able to reach out to the community at large and solicit financial donations. It's quite another to have a committed group of volunteers to help run the organization. Without this core of committed volunteers, you might as well close up shop, lock the door, and shut down the nonprofit. Your committed volunteers are the backbone of your nonprofit. Your leadership team needs to be continually thinking of ways to inspire these volunteers to become willing participants. While most nonprofits work on a bare bones budget and can't provide any pay, there are still many perks that you might be able to offer to solicit further commitment. Maybe you have a facility that they can freely use when you're not open to the general public, or you might have some other privilege tied to membership in the organization, like local discounts, special parking privileges, free use of the organization's computers, and on and on. Many organizations plan special volunteer recognition dinners where they give out recognition for time served within the organization. The list of things that you can do is really endless. You've just got to make your volunteers feel valued. Always remember, many, many other worthwhile causes need their help. Don't assume that they know they're valued. Tell them. It helps inspire a high level of commitment. Influential nonprofit organizations rely on strong leadership teams. Dictatorial leadership may work in nonprofits, but authoritarian leadership in nonprofit organizations can only occur if the volunteers consent to its abuse. Now, unfortunately, this often happens in cult-like religious organizations. While everything may appear to be running smoothly, usually nothing is further from the truth. These organizations are dysfunctional and even abusive. Time and time again, nonprofits with dictatorial leadership self-destruct because of the eventual conflicts that emerge. Nothing will threaten a nonprofit more than serious leadership conflicts, which often happen in nonprofits with a strong leader that uses a dictatorial leadership approach. A critical job as a leader in a nonprofit is to facilitate the leadership team. It requires attention to team building. Additionally, the best nonprofit leadership teams are those that operate by always seeking the consensus of the leadership team. Now, I found from personal experience that it can be a pretty messy process, especially when members of the leadership team hold strongly opposing views on the best way to move an organization forward. Resist the temptation to run your leadership team by majority vote. This has a nasty tendency to turn your team into winners and losers. That can build resentment on the team, which will often cascade down into groups of volunteers. Building real consensus 
undoubtedly slows down the decision-making process, but it inspires more buy-in, which is always essential for nonprofit organizations. Now, an unfortunate reality of any nonprofit can be having to deal with members within the organization who are at best lukewarm to the cause, and at worst, they may not even believe in the goals of the organization, but are there for what the organization can do for them. Sometimes they volunteer because they want to be with their friends. Sometimes they're bored and they just want to do something to feel important. And sometimes they just want to assume a role given to them by their significant other. Now, I've seen all three of these. Other times they've volunteered for years and years and don't want anyone to make any changes to their organization. Fortunately, these folks are a small fraction of the community of volunteers that you'll encounter. But when you do encounter them and they decide they don't like the way you or your leadership team are handling things, they will make sure that you know they're unhappy about things and will make a lot of veiled threats to disrupt the organization. Often, they will threaten to pull out your significant donations from the organizations, threaten to walk out, and threaten even to take other volunteers with them. Well, when this happens, you've got to deal with them as soon as possible. Of course, you've got to make sure that they have a voice, an open forum to air their grievances. Let them have their say and even ask for their assistance to help turn the situation around, whatever it is. And even ask them to lead a committee to recommend any needed changes. More often than not, when pressed like this, they will reveal themselves as disruptors. When that happens, any support they have typically evaporates. And then when the disruptors realize they're not receiving the backing from other volunteers, they will either stop their disruption or they'll leave. Whatever you do, do not fall into the trap of responding to them in kind. Do not get into an argument with them. Do not lose your cool. That's precisely what they're hoping you'll do. That response makes it too easy for the disruptors to paint you as a dictator, which is the last thing that you want to happen. It may be that you have to ask them to stop serving in the organization. A word of caution here, however, use this only as a last resort. The danger of asking a dedicated, though disruptive, volunteer to lead is that you create an enemy of the organization. And as they have been asked to leave, they have no incentive to help the organization anymore and in fact may become a strong opponent or critic. Now, nevertheless, looking back, There is a couple of times in my nonprofit leadership experience when a person was so disruptive that we, the leadership team, probably should have asked them to leave. I'm not saying that we did, but we should have. Now, this has been a long podcast, but that's because there's a lot of unique challenges in leading a nonprofit organization, problems that you won't find anywhere else. Your workforce consists primarily of dedicated volunteers Volunteers who work in the organization out of a deep belief in the cause they're serving. And now you decided to step into the leadership position in your nonprofit because you're also passionate about your cause. But as a leader, you must be more than passionate. You have to communicate a clear sense of vision to inspire your volunteer workforce to even higher levels of commitment. You have to have clear roles for your volunteers to make them feel valued. You must communicate with your teams and the larger community often. You must develop a solid plan of giving to sustain your nonprofit. You must foster consensus among your leadership team 
and you must deal with disruptive self-serving volunteers from time to time. These are not easy tasks, but they are also not insurmountable. Your leadership of your nonprofit puts you in a very unique and rarefied position. You have a chance to make a real positive impact upon your community. And let me tell you, we need leaders like you to help us change the world and make it a better place.